This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. All right, how's it going, everybody? So I'm back and I'm back and I'm ready to attack. So on this episode, I'm going to be reading uh, something kind of interesting. So I've been reading more articles lately, uh, wanting to read them aloud. Ones that I find, articles I find that give us um, a better understanding of certain areas of the market. And this particular, I like to find all these different articles and I like to link them to everybody uh, who's watching the show. So... Uh, this one is titled uh, Five REITs You Can Buy and Hold for Decades. Um, I'm a big REITs guy, a big real estate investment trust guy, and I only like to read articles I will not disagree with, but I think make sense. And I figure I get to read them to you guys. And these are, I mean, because I, I like to interject my opinion, but I also do know that I want to make sure I'm actually showing you guys great articles about great companies, at least great investments you can make. Now, this is buy and hold. If you guys aren't buy and hold people, I'm sorry. Now, real estate investment trust, I did mention in my last video about getting a real estate investment trust uh, ETF. In fact, that's what I prefer. But you guys may not be into those ETF index funds for real estate, and you guys may be um, more interested in a different alternative. I still recommend when it comes to real estate investment trusts, do the buy and hold strategy. You can play around with them, though. If you're not interested in waiting for the dividends, you might want to, you know, toss it back and forth. You know, when you get a profit and overall return, just sell some of it, sell half, sell three quarters, whatever, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> but REITs, REITs are definitely where it's at, and I, I, I would highly recommend them, because the reason, and I'll tell you why you should only ever sell half of what you make a profit on, because you don't want to miss out on any potential profits later on down the road, so you still want to keep half of what you got. Um, but here we go, let's just, uh, let's just get right to it, and uh, pulling it down right now. All right, so these are five REITs you can buy and hold for decades. This is from kiplinger.com, and uh, let's go over it here. When it comes to your investments, a decade is a long time. All right, when it comes to investments, a, de a decade is a long time. Ten years ago, we were just recovering from the 2008 meltdown and the worst recession since the Great Depression. Investors were nursing catastrophic losses. For some, it felt like the world was ending. Ten years before that, we were in the midst of uh, dot-com mania and the biggest stock bubble, market bubble in, his in history. Just a decade before that, no one had ever heard of the internet. The and mobile phones were the size of a cinder block. We can only guess what the world will be like ten years from now. Real estate traditionally has been stable, has been a stable source of value. Sorry, stable store of value. Uh, but with the rate of change accelerating in recent years, even the stability of some real estate investment trusts have come into question. 
Amazon.com is taking a wrecking ball to brick-and-mortar retail. Airbnb is turning every spare bed into a uh, viable hotel competitor. And telecommuting is taking the traditional office far less critical than it used to be. Oh, sorry, is making the traditional office far less critical than it used to be. For buy-and-hold investors, the key to making money in REITs over the coming decades will be the focus on properties that are future-proof as possible. As fast as the world is changing, we'll always need places to live, medical facilities, warehouses, and other mission-critical properties. Today, we're looking at five REITs to buy-and-hold for decades. After the recent run-up in REIT prices, you don't necessarily need to run out and buy them today, uh, but oh, sorry. But find somewhere to write each of these names down so you'll remember them during a dip. Because if you're looking for a one moment, sorry, oh, sorry, for a collection of real estate stocks to throw off the income, you'll need you'll need a retirement. Each of these fits the bill. The first one is public storage. Market value is $45 billion, dividend yield is 3.1% annually, and uh, public storage is the largest self-storage landlord in the world and benefits from multiple long-term trends. Right now, around 1 in 10 Americans' rent space is a self-storage facility, says Brad Thomas, editor of Forbes Real Estate Investor. Approximately 30 million park... 30 million park their possessions in one of 50,000 self-storage facilities throughout the country. Thomas adds that millennials represent nearly a third of storage demand and tend to visit facilities far more frequently than older generations. For all the talk of millennials <clears throat> favoring experiences over things, it appears that they've managed to accumulate a lot of stuff in their short lives. Public storage is there to store it for them. As housing costs, I think that was kind of a burn to millennials, my generation, claims not to be materialistic or anything, but they fucking are. Um, as, housing as housing costs continue to rise, smaller urban homes are becoming more commonplace, as, it, as is renting. Add to this long-term trend of downsizing by the baby boomers, and you have the, pri the pieces in place for a stable long-term trend. Public storage, which recently hit... New all-time highs isn't particularly cheap at current prices, but at a time when bond yields are hitting record lows, P uh, PSA, and its 3% plus dividend yield still has a place among REITs to buy and hold for the long haul. Better still, over the past decade, public storage has raised its dividend, a cumulative 264% or roughly 30% annually on average. That is insane. Uh, one of the best. Now, number two out of five is Prologix. Now, market value is $53.5 billion. Dividend yield is 2.5% annually. Real estate doesn't have to be flashy or beautiful to be attractive. In fact, boring is often better. Some of the best deals come from industrial properties far away from the posh parts of town. And while trendy retail centers may rise and fall, one thing is certain, continued growth in internet commerce will mean strong demand for logistics and distribution centers. Industrial real estate tends to be off 
off the radar of most investors because it isn't sexy, says Ari Rastigar, founder and CEO of Austin-based real estate developer Rastigar Properties. We have had success with this strategy specifically in Round Rock, Texas, on an industrial redevelopment project. Logistics facilities and warehouses require very little capital spending and if if bought at the right prices can be wildly popular to get a piece of this lucrative market consider shares of prologix uh, $84.79 prologix is the world's largest logistics reit as of june 30th 2019 the reit owned or controlled 786 million square feet in 19 countries if you believe that Amazon.com has taken over the world, then Prologix, who counts Amazon among its largest tenants, is one way to play that trend indirectly. The REIT isn't shy about the idea that the e-commerce boom is helping its own growth spurt, typically highlighting some facet of internet retail in its investor presentations to stir up excitement. Prologix isn't the highest yielding REIT to buy out there as its dividend is rather modest, 2.5%. But if you're looking for an income stock you can potentially hold for decades, there aren't too many better positioned than Prologix. Three of five, Ventas. Now, their market value is $28 billion. Their dividend yield is 4.2%. Up next is diversified healthcare REIT, Ventaget. Ventas, uh, VTR. Uh, Ventas is one of the largest REITs in the world by market cap and is the second largest healthcare REIT behind $37 billion Well Tower. Ventas has actively managed its portfolio over the years, shifting out of skilled nursing and increasing its presence in senior housing and medical office buildings. Approximately 56% of Ventas' portfolio is invested in senior housing, with another 19% in medical office outpatient uh, buildings. The remaining 25% of the portfolio is invested in loans, health systems, research centers, and other health-related properties. It's easy enough to understand Ventas concentrates on senior living uh, facilities. As the aging of the baby boomers will create massive opportunities for operators in that space. But contrary to popular opinion, most boomers still are quite young. The largest cohort the largest cohort of the boomers is just now turning 60. Approximately half of REIT's senior residents are over age 85. This means Ventas still is decades away from seeing the peak of, in this market. Meanwhile, investors can be paid handsomely to wait. At current prices, Ventas yields a very decent 4.3% yield, and, is, and the REIT has a long history of raising its dividend. Number four of five is LTC Properties. Uh, market value is $2 billion. Uh, dividend yield is 4.6%. On the theme of aging boomers, LTC properties, LTC $49.94, blah, blah, per share, at least at the time of this writing, it looks like, uh, also is among REITs to buy and hold for decades. If you want to know what LTC does, look no further than its ticker symbol, LTC. 
is short for long-term care. Long-term care is not a long-term care provider itself, of course. That's its tenant's job. LTC property simply manages portfol its portfolio, which consists of more than 200 healthcare properties spanning 28 states. The portfolio is divided about 50-50 between senior housing facilities and skilled nursing, nursing facilities with a handful of other healthcare properties. Importantly, about 56% of LTC's total portfolio is invested in properties that depend on private paying clients rather than, rather than on Medicare or Medicaid. Unfortunately, that still leaves 44% that is dependent on the government. But remember, LTC isn't the one operating the facilities. It's just the landlord. So even if stingy government reimbursements continue to crimp the industry's profitability, LTC should, should be able to keep cashing its rent checks indefinitely. LTC yields a healthy 4.6% at the moment, and an interesting quirk, uh, it's a monthly dividend stock rather than quarterly. That's nice for aligning your dividend income with your monthly expenses. Or if you're reinvesting your distributions, it allows you to compound them just that much faster. All right. So we got store capital, five out of five. Five out of five. The market value is $8.7 billion. Dividend yield is 3.5%. Amazon.com really is that proverbial bull in, the China, in a China shop, along with its e-commerce peers. The company has utterly gutted traditional brick-and-mortar retail. But remember, not all retail properties are created equal. We might have less need to browse clothing or electronics in a mall or big-box retail shop, but until Amazon finds a way to deliver dentists and barbers to your door, we'll still need service-oriented retail. And this is precisely the specialty of store capital. Uh, store Capital holds a diversified portfolio of 2,389 properties scattered across all 50 states with a weighted average remaining lease term of 14 years. Around 15% of his portfolio is invested in restaurant property. But preschools, gyms, auto shops, and medical and dental centers all make up significant allocations. Service-oriented properties account for nearly two-thirds of the base rent, with the remaining third dividend roughly evenly between retail and manufacturing properties. Store capital might not be 100% Amazon proof, but it's about as close as you can get while still being in the retail brick and mortar space. Better still, it has the faith of legendary investor Warren Buffett. Huh. Nice. All right, so I don't want to take up any more of your guys' time. Time is valuable, but I wanted to go over the article with you. I know not a lot of people like to read these days, um, so I figure I make these so you guys can have the opportunity to hear it, especially if you're busy. So that's why I do these things on the podcast and I do these things on the live YouTube channel. I never know what my audience's needs are on depending on the platform, but I do like to have the similar a similar thing on both of these. Um, I did. I just want to talk about these reads real quick. I'm a big REITs guy. I, I think being exposed to real estate, even through real estate investment trusts, is actually a really good idea. Some people won't agree with me. I think Robert Kiyosaki is one of them. He's actually one of my mentors, but um, but he, it's a thing where he and I disagree. I think REITs are great. Uh, there's not as much liability with REITs. You still get paid. Um, if you get a good REIT, you're fine. If you get a shitty REIT, you are shit. Shit out of luck. Um, so you want to make sure you're at least being... It, 
thoughtful when you're selecting a good REIT. Uh, make sure you're getting the best of the best creme de la creme. You want, you don't want, you don't want garbage. Basically, um, you want to play it smart, as smart as you can, and yeah, just get the best stuff you can get. It's really all there is to it. But um, but I do want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this. Um, as always, I'm trying my best to give you guys the most quality content. And uh, reading great articles is something I've been wanting to do for a while. I think I have a great narrator um, ability, and I want to practice my narration ability. So this is really just a way for me to practice my narration ability. Well, that's the selfish part of this, but also there is a part of me that also wants to give this out to you guys. So if I was really selfish, I would just do this in the privacy of my home and practice my narration skills, but I'd rather be a little more selfless than that. I want to be selfish and selfless at the same time, and you can be both, trust me. So the goal is to help you guys out and help you guys find the best stuff. And these articles are pretty damn good. I, like I said, I only find articles that I know are not bullshit. I have, I have the ability to, to weed out bullshit articles. I've, I've got a really good ability to do it. And I just search for the ones that I agree with. Um, because I know if I know that they're right, I'm definitely going to share it. So this is one I wanted to share. And I want to thank them for writing this, by the way, uh, kiplinger.com. I will make sure I link it in the description below. And uh, that'll be in the podcast description as well as the YouTube description as well. Thank you guys for taking the time. Once again, I got to stop. It's long endings, but I will see you on the other side. Stay safe, stay sexy, stay healthy. Have an incredible rest of the day. Thank you guys.